Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening and watching the next episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We're back with another weekend's action. We've got FA Cup action. We've got a little bit of Championship League One and League Two to sink our teeth into this week. How are you going, Tom? Yeah, good, mate. Excited to get into the FA Cup. I do like it from a betting perspective. And uh, yeah, these kind of rounds up until the quarterfinal where I feel like the value drops off. The, these are the rounds where we can where we can get some nice juicy winners, I think. It's always the outsider hunting, which mm, is, it is part of the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. And yeah, and then the good old faithful EFL, uh, League One and League Two anyway, still, still around for us to sink yeah. our teeth into. Pretty much. So uh, recording this on Thursday night, it will go out on a Friday. So we'll talk about Friday FA Cup games, um, of which there are a handful. So apologies if you're listening to this on Saturday, um, because some of the Friday FA Cup chat may be redundant for you. Um, But yeah, we will read out all the odds today from our partners at Quiff. And before we just go into the games, we'll quickly touch on Quiff, the only betting website where your bets can randomly be supercharged so any bet you put on with quiff whether it's a single whether it's accumulator any market all has the uh, opportunity to be quiffed from where your odds can be boosted from what they should be to something much much higher uh, such as the excitement of betting with quiff so please do check that one out we've got a bet 10 get 30 offer for the podcast, which you can take advantage of in the uh, show notes and on social media. You'll find the link for that. Um, so, yeah, let's go straight into the FA Cup, shall we, Tom? And Friday night, we've got four games. I'm going to get us kicked off with our own team, Nottingham Forest. We're away at Bristol City. I don't, I would like to think we're going to win this game, but we have a lot of people out at AFCON. We've got a few injuries right now. Bristol City beat West Ham at home. Uh, in the last round of the FA Cup, we can't forget that. So where I've landed is with the simple both teams to score. Uh, mainly from the Forest angle here, we've not kept a clean sheet for 12 consecutive games. Um, so we're really struggling at the back, but very capable of scoring goals. We've had both teams to score in six consecutive games. Uh, we've had a fair few 3-2s, 3-1s, 2-1s in the last kind of couple of months. Um I don't know, well, I can't confidently say where this game's going to go, but I think Bristol City being at home Friday night, like I say, beat West Ham at home in the last round of the Cup. Home record is, is generally decent in the Championship and Forest every game at the moment is is featuring goals at both ends. So 1.78 for both teams to score, I thought was pretty decent. 1.78 both teams score is the smart money. That is my first tip as well. So good to see that we're lining up there, Tom. But uh, yeah, for me, Forrest are good value. We're getting a Premier League team over-evens here. And, you know, I Forrest are missing a lot of players from AFCON. Forrest do have injuries. We're going to be probably not seeing people like Morgan Gibbs-White in this game. Uh, but what does that mean? That means Forrest can't rotate, right? Forrest cannot rotate. So that means we're going to see... If we do see any kind of rotation at all, we're going to see established internationals like Nico Williams coming into the into the side. Like Forrester had going to play a strong team. I think they've been really good away from home. They conceded some absolutely ridiculous goals at Brentford to lose. But apart from that, like they were a better team, and 
you know, before that, they beat Blackpool just uh, after extra time. Before that, completely battered Newcastle uh, on the break anyway, away from home. 2.2, I'll be having a flutter on Forest for me. I think uh, I think Liam Manning's still working it out at Bristol City, as is Nuno, but I think quality will show. Yeah, OK. Uh, anything else you like on the Friday night? A lot of fixtures. Uh, yeah, I, I like Chelsea a lot. Um starting to kind of become a Chelsea believer, almost, almost. 2.05, I can't really resist that price. This is a team that's won seven home matches in a row and they haven't lost any of their last nine at home. There is a little bit of historical, Tom, which I know you don't like. Uh, Villa have won the last two times they've been at the bridge, uh, both in the calendar year of 2023 uh, they won 1-0 and 2-0. Uh, but I think, you know, Chelsea are ever-changing, aren't they? They're a snake constantly shedding its its skin. And uh, at the moment, we've got Cole Palmer, who's one of the most dangerous and effective players in the Premier League. Uh, 2.05 against a Villa team that haven't travelled well all season long. Um, yeah, for me, Chelsea, I, I quite like the look of them. I think they're a really good price. Mm, they are, but again, above evens, 2.05. Um, yeah. I think in the FA Cup in general, and this isn't particularly good for the podcast, but Friday night for me is a much better bet betting night than the games on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to touch on the Coventry Sheffield Wednesday game, which is also Friday night. 2.15 for Coventry. That's where I'll be sticking my money. Uh, Coventry looking for the treble against Sheffield Wednesday in the space of a month. So... They beat Sheffield Wednesday in this exact fixture last weekend in the league. So uh, Coventry ran out 2-1 winners there. That was at Hillsborough. And then on the 26th of December on Boxing Day, they beat Sheffield Wednesday 2-0 uh, at home. So they've certainly got the number of this Wednesday side over the last month, having already beaten them twice. So I don't think, you know, having that previous form against them will, will count for a lot for Coventry. Um, they're unbeaten in general in 10 games across all competitions. They're on a fantastic run of form, having beaten the league leaders Leicester uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. So, yeah, Coventry up in the playoffs in the championship, looking to get to the fifth round of the FA Cup. I think they can beat Sheffield Wednesday for a third time. And at 2.15, I think it's another good price for them to do so. Into the playoff spots. Love me a bit of Cov. Mm-hmm. Wish um, I doubled up that forty to one when we took, when we spoke I about. It. And for the record, I didn't back it. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I did. I didn't, and I should have. Yeah. Anyway, uh, season doesn't end in January, does it? So like, you're right. Yeah, we're still all right. Uh, Tottenham, Man City. I, I'm taking your role here as kind of presenter. Are you interested in that game at all? It's obviously going to be a good game to watch, but in terms of uh, getting any any uh, money back, anything uh, you're interested in? I, I don't know. I, I want to see the teams, for mainly for Man City. Um, if they start De Bruyne, and I know this, there isn't really a market for this at the moment, but I'd be interested in something from a De Bruyne persuasion. Um, I, you know, we saw what he did when he came on um, last weekend, was it? Uh, when they were the 2-1 two, two down at Newcastle, won the game 3-2 once De Bruyne came on. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested in maybe a De Bruyne to score or assist or something like that. 
kind of bet. But yeah, I'd wait till the teams come out, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Same here for the record. Uh, let's go to Saturday then. Um, I want to touch on the early kickoff, which is featuring the team which is ranked the lowest in the tournament. So it's Maidstone United. They go away to Ipswich Town. Ipswich, very short. They're 1.08 uh, to win at home to Maidstone. Any upset on the cards here for you? Or do you think, you know, this is going to be one hurdle too many for Maidstone? No, I mean, it'll be it'll be great, wouldn't it? Um, but they've not won in six on the road, Maidstone. Um, and that's in uh, their uh, respective league. Uh, National League South, I think it is. Um, so, yeah, not one in any of the last six. It's, it's the magic of the FA Cup. Um, so who knows what will happen, but I don't see it. I really feel like if we're going to get a bit of a giant killing, especially at this stage of the competition, the lower ranked side needs to be at home. Um, doesn't help Mason whatsoever uh, going away from home. And I think we can say the same for a few of the other games on Saturday. Um, you know, got Birmingham underdogs against Leicester, Leicester at home, Plymouth underdogs against Leeds, Leeds at home, Luton underdogs against Everton, Everton at home. I don't know. I don't like a lot of it, to be honest. Yeah, it's pretty bleak. Uh, Leeds are 1.36. I do think that is a winner. I know it's a horrendous price, etc., etc. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers, really, at the moment. Uh, Plymouth has struggled away from home all season. They've got the second worst record in the league. Just six points mm-hmm. yielded from 14 games. It's only worsened by Rotherham who have got four points from 14 games. And Leeds, best home record in the league, believe it or not. Um, 15 games played, 37 points yielded. Leeds not getting any attention. Southampton and Leicester are getting at the moment, but I think they're on par right now. Um, So they should absolutely batter Plymouth. Yeah. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about on Saturday? Because I'm not going to try and polish this turd personally. (laughs) I, I don't have anything from anything that is a good price that I want to go for and check out on the pod. Yeah, I, d- I do have like a, I have an outsider for sure. Like, I don't know if you're looking for a bit of fun and you're looking for someone who is good value. I mean, Luton at Everton at seven, that's, that's bloody massive. That is. To be fair, yeah. That's, that's fair. bloody, absolutely huge. Bearing in mind uh, in the Premier League, Luton, went there and won 2-1 to get their first Premier League win earlier on this season uh, on the 30th of September. And, you know, Luton, their last couple of away games, they beat Bolton 2-1 in an FA Cup replay. Uh, They drew to Burnley. They beat Sheffield United 3-2. They lost 3-1 to Brentford. That's not great. Lost only 1-0 to Man U. Like, you know, drew away at Forest. There's something there. And if you're looking for a team to back at a decent price and kind of, you know, not unrealistic returns, then I think this is the one uh, probably all weekend, to be honest with you. You know, we're not, are you really giving Everton that much credit by beating a woeful Palace team 1-0 after a replay at home? Mm. You know, Everton, before that, they hadn't scored in three games. They've only scored one in four. Like, they're sitting ducks. It obviously depends on teams and rotation and stuff but i feel feel like we have to talk about that well colour me convinced my friend there we go (laughs) 
There we go. I, I was gonna just leave it, but yeah, you, you you're talking me into into Luton here for sure. Um, shall we go to Sunday? Yeah. Let's get us kicked off with uh, pod favourites for quite a while now. Southampton, they're away at Watford. As long as Southampton keep winning, we'll keep on backing them, I suppose, won't we? 21 mm-hmm. games unbeaten across all competitions. It's a club record. Um, so, yeah, fa- fantastic run of form at the moment. Uh, 1.95 to win away at Watford. This is a Watford side who haven't kept a clean sheet for 13 consecutive games, who, interestingly, have um, had both teams to score in 10 consecutive games as well. So... We maybe should be looking at Southampton to win and both teams to score here, which is priced at 3.14. As we mentioned a few times now on the pod, Southampton tend to score first and just push on from there. Uh, They scored the first goal in eight consecutive games. Um, Obviously not lost any of those. So, yeah, I think once again, Watford leaky defence, Southampton fantastic form, uh, but can concede the odd goal, Watford capable of scoring. So, yeah, for me, Southampton to win and both teams to score. Not going to lie to you. I am skipping right ahead, and I hope you don't mind, to uh, the later game. Newport, Manu. You go for it. Yeah, 21.0 for Newport. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. I am interested. Manual 1.083, which, which is insane. I Manual are probably going to win, right? I'm just saying that now. But one thing I will say is if there is a big Premier League team who doesn't fancy it, who doesn't, who don't have the motivation to go out and play like the FA Cup is, you know, the biggest tournament that they've got on offer, a club with a rotten dressing room. We've known that for a long time. Under pressure, underperforming players. Is it not Man U? Like, is this not who mm-hmm. Newport want? Like, out of all yeah. the big teams, like, this is who they want. Man City will go there and batter them. Arsenal, uh, Liverpool, like, Chelsea, whoever, they will go to Newport and they'll batter them, no problem. But if you're mm-hmm. Newport and you're looking for a target and a big, 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 big scout... You want Man U. You lit- this is the perfect draw for Newport. Now, Newport, I wish they were doing a little bit better in the league, but they've not lost in seven. They've won their last three, not lost any of their last seven home matches. Like, there's something there. There's an absolutely gigantic gap between the quality of these two teams. But if they're going to beat anyone and get a big scalp, it's United, and I'm interested at 21s. I really am. This is where we need the magic of the FA Cup to yeah, sprinkle a little bit of dust over this game, isn't it? It's yes. It's got the potential for it. Um, I would add, you say Newport are good at home. Um, they've beaten Stockport at home. They've beaten Wrexham at home. That's, you know, all in the last six weeks or so, six to eight weeks. So, yeah, they're, they're currently occupying one and two in the, in the League Two table. So, Newport are no pushovers at home at all. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not confident in putting money down on Newport to win, I think it's worth looking in to Newport to score. Um, That's above evens. So that's 2.05. If you want to chuck that in as, you know, potentially part of an accumulator or something. Um, 
because I, I, you know, I could see Newport getting on the score sheet. Absolutely. Even yeah. if Man U end up winning 3-1, 4-1, something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Monday night is uh, the final FA Cup game of the weekend. Let's look at that. Wrexham, Blackburn against Wrexham, if we're reading it out properly. Blackburn, 1.58, way too short for me. Wrexham at 4.0, 3-1. I'm just going to have a bit of Wrexham. Just the, the Hollywood factor, you know, the story to continue um, for the documentary, for the social media, for everything, you know. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those games which is set up again for, for Wrexham to win because... Blackburn are in no sort of form whatsoever at the moment. Um, I was doing a little tally earlier about how many goals Blackburn have conceded and I didn't write it down. So I'm going off the top of my head now because I don't want to work it out live on the pod. But I think it's 27 goals in the last 11 games across all competitions. So they're averaging above 2.5 goals conceded per game over the last 11 games. Um we know that Wrexham are capable of scoring. We know that Wrexham turn up for these big occasions. And Blackburn seem like that they could potentially be there for the taking, despite the the obviously obvious gap in, in the divisions between the two sides. They are there for the taking. Absolutely they're there for the taking. Like this is a team that slipped down to 17th in the championship after looking like they were gonna threaten the playoffs. And you know, the championship's the championship, they're only 10 points off. Uh, commentary and sixth but yeah they're on a massive slide this is again a perfect opponent for Wrexham and you know I I've really tried before we came online to find a more updated uh, report and I couldn't so please don't take this as gospel but last time I looked which was I believe yesterday uh, Wrexham had sold more tickets than Blackburn to this game oh wow yes so a big away following, zero support for Blackburn from the town of Blackburn. Uh, it's all lining up for an upset. It is, isn't it? Big odds for it as well. So hopefully we can feast on that. Imagine a, imagine a Newport-Wrexham double. Oh, Luton-Newport-Wrexham. Oh, yeah, I'm, we're talking. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> Making Absolutely. millionaires. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Not I'm quite. doing it. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to gamble responsibly and it's really important to understand that when you're backing a team that's 21.0 or if you're boosting that to God knows what with these crazy hackers, like, you know, let's let's make sure that the, the stake you're putting down is not something you yeah. cannot afford to lose. Like I'm talking a fiver or something for me, yeah, yeah. which is yeah, something yeah. that I can afford to lose. Absolutely. Um Okay, well, that's the FA Cup. Uh, the Championship has two games. Personally, neither of them I'm interested in uh, from a betting perspective. Millwall against Preston and Sunderland against Stoke. Uh, anything, neither of those for you? Or shall we just go to League One? Yeah, just skip the entire thing. It's yeah. garbage. <laughs> Rubbish. Um, right, League One then. Let's get started. I, I want to look at um, both teams to score for the first one coming in the game between bristol rovers and oxford united uh, both teams to score is 1.52 so it is fairly short won't spend too long on it um two teams here who cannot keep clean sheets bristol rovers haven't kept a clean sheet for 15 consecutive games uh, no wins in six losses in four consecutive games so they're on a pretty poor run here 
Um, Oxford, no clean sheets in eight consecutive games. Both teams have scored in um, nine of the last 10 Bristol Rovers games and six of the last eight Oxford games. So, you know, I see those clean sheet stats. I see the both teams, the score stats. And, you know, I, I love it. I'm, I'm sucked in well and truly, but the price is short. It, it's just going to be part of an accumulator. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to jump in on Blackpool at 1.72. They're playing Charlton at home. Charlton uh, disposing of Michael Appleton uh, in midweek. I would have loved Appleton to have been in charge for this game. Uh, I have my eye on it uh, since midweek, uh, but you know he's been disposed of, and you never know how the Charlton players will react. But I do know that they've not won in 12. I do know that they've only won one uh, game away from home this season. And I know that Blackpool have been uh, pretty decent. They're, they're sat in eighth. They are, you know, definitely in that playoff conversation. Jordan Rhodes, reborn, 15 goals for him this season. Uh, Blackpool sixth in the form table over the last eight with 15 points yielded from eight games with the best home record in the division. All that added together, I think 1.72 is, is, is genuinely pretty decent. I agree. I think it's a nice little price there for Blackpool. Yeah. Um, who else have we got? We have Barnsley at home to Exeter. Barnsley, again, another one at uh, kind of the one to two range. So they're 1.5 to win at home to Exeter at Barnsley. Barnsley have lost just once in 17 League One games. They've kind of just gone about their business very nicely, um, picking up plenty of wins, solidifying their place in the playoffs. And they're against an Exeter side who really struggle on the road. So in League One, prior to um, beating Bristol Rovers in their last away game, and we've mentioned just uh, a few minutes ago how bad Bristol Rovers are being at the moment, Exeter had lost um, eight of their last nine away games. So they were on a really, really poor run of away form. And I don't think one win uh, against a dodgy Bristol side is enough for me to, to rethink Exeter and their away performances. So going away to Barnsley, very tough place to go. Barnsley, full of confidence, um, should be a fairly routine win here for the Tykes. Mm. Yeah, I really like Barnsley. Glad you picked that one up, mate. Um, in terms of what we've got coming up next, I do like Cheltenham on the double chance. So Cheltenham are away at Derby this weekend. Draw or Cheltenham, which is a double chance, is 3.0. Derby just, like, they, they keep going through this run of form, don't they, where they're winning games, they're doing well, everyone seems to be happy, and then all of a sudden they just hit this stumbling block. And when you're Derby County and when you're in League One and you're not performing, like, the whole world ends when you don't perform. Um, their last couple of games definitely cause for concern for me. A narrow 3-2 win over Burton Albion, a 0-0 draw with Lincoln, who are one of the worst teams in the league right now, and a 1-0 away defeat to Reading. I'm not saying Cheltenham can go there and win. Maybe they will. They're 7.0. I think Luton is a way better option uh, if you're looking for someone at that price. But Cheltenham could go there. We know that they've improved. They've beaten Portsmouth. Um, not the last time out, they lost 1-0 to Bolton, but before that, they beat Portsmouth 2-1 at home. We know that they have improved recently. 
and they are operating as a mid-table team pretty much, but down in 22nd because of their start to the season. I think that's worth uh, having a look at is uh, them on the double chance, 3.0. Yep. Um, Peterborough is another one for me in League One. They go away to Lincoln. They're 1.7 to get three points this weekend. Uh, Lincoln are struggling really aren't they at the moment they've got no wins in the last 10 games across all competitions when we look at games in league one they haven't actually won since the 28th of november and that was against cambridge so it's been a couple of months now since they recorded a victory in the league uh peterborough away uh won four on the bounce they've got the fourth best away record in the league scoring plenty of goals as well um they scored at least two goals in six of the last eight games for Peterborough. It does concern me slightly that they are quite leaky in defence. They they tend mm-hmm. to be winning and both teams scoring. Um, I'm kind of hesitant to, to tip that one up because Lincoln don't score many goals themselves. Um, they're typically not a team who you think of as free scoring. They, they have quite a few zeros um, in their goal scored column across recent weeks. So, I am hesitant to tip the Peterborough to win both teams to score, but it could be an option for you if you want something bigger. But I think Peterborough will win against this struggling Lincoln side. I feel like Peterborough firing on all cylinders at the moment, cup competitions, league competitions. Um, I'd back them against all comers at the moment. They're on fire, aren't they? Top yeah. of the league for for uh, for a reason. Yeah, and we've seen them go away to much tougher places this season, like they went to Pride Park or iPro, whatever it's called now, nowadays at Derby yeah. um, early in January and won there. Uh, they've been to Blackpool, another tough place to go and won there. So this is a young side, but, you know, they, they can get up for the big occasion and get the result. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, any more for you in League One? Uh, let me check. No. No, let's go to League Two. Yeah, I wasn't loving it. Uh, get us kicked off, mate. Anything you fancy? How tempted are we by the Steve Cottrell effect? Uh, not very. <laughs> and, uh, may, may, maybe the uh, maybe because I'm asking <laughs> you shows that maybe I'm not that confident in it at all. But mm-hmm. it's something rather than a tip. Maybe this is something to consider. <laughs> um, yeah. I like Steve Cottrell. I think he's a good manager. Um, I think he's a motivational manager. I think he's the kind of manager who can come in and get a few instant results um, <laughs> because of his man management and motivational abilities. Forest Green are 2.25 to win this weekend um, against Sacrington Stanley at home. And just in case anyone's missed the news, Steve Cottrell has been appointed the new Forest Green manager after Troy Deeney got sacked. Um I just think with Accrington, they're, they're a team who are not a bad one to play at the moment. They've won just once in the last five across all competitions. Um, away from home, not great. They've not won away from home since the 24th of October. So it's been, what, seven games since the last one away from home. So it's not a bad opposition here for, for Forest Green and for Steve Cottrell to face in the first game. I'd have liked a little bit more, I think, on the odds, but it, it could be one. I quite, I, I quite like Stanley. I know what you're saying. Um, I quite like Stanley. I, 
I think a better bet personally for me would be Crew this weekend. Uh, they're priced at even money, so not as juicy as FGR, but Crew have been outstanding the last four games. They've won all four, so I know that's easy to say. But listen to the, the games they've played, and they've gone and they've won. They beat Bradford at home, fine. Went to Mansfield away, beat them 1-0. They were unbeaten, by the way, uh, at home until then. Uh, they won 2-1 against Swindon. That was pretty more. That, that was a lot more routine. And last week, I backed Barrow um, against them. I, I didn't put any money down, but in terms of tipping, I tipped out Barrow uh, to beat Crew. Crew battered them. 3-1 away. Barrow were unbeaten at home. That's gone. And, yeah, I mean, Crew are unavoidable for me at the moment. And I know Carl Robinson is in uh, Salford and he's made a meh start, I would say. Uh, I, I think this is uh, Crew all day. Uh, even money, best team in the league over the last four games, for sure. Absolutely no doubt. And uh, we're getting them at evens and it's worth a, worth a go, I think. Yep. Okay. Um, something that I was really disappointed that the weather robbed me of last weekend was uh, Grimsby to concede goals against Harrogate in the match that was postponed because of the frost. Um, Grimsby hosts Tranmere this weekend. So I'm going to go back in with Grimsby, uh, my, my anti-Grimsby um, theories here. They're really bad at the back at the moment. So I'm going to pick Tranmere to score over 1.5 goals in this game at 2.5. Uh, Grimsby have conceded five against Notts County. Then prior to that, conceded six against Walsall. Uh, then they beat Salford. And then prior to that, they conceded two in each of their games against Harrogate and Mansfield. So pretty leaky, especially the last two games, conceding five and six is particularly um, cause for concern. And Tranmere are, are not a bad outfit, are they? Uh, Nigel Adkins has come in, had a really positive effect on Tranmere, got them well away from, from relegation. Uh, they have lost the last two games against MK Dons and Barrow, but they're, they're bang up there, um, so I can forgive them those. Prior to that, they had four wins in a row, beating County, Harrogate, Salford and Swindon, um, scoring at least two goals in each of those games, uh, including scoring five against Salford, and four against Notts County. So this is a Tranmere side who know how to find the back of the net and against the Grimsby side who definitely know how to concede goals, I think Tranmere could get a couple on the score sheet this weekend. Uh, Result-wise, could be a Tranmere win, could be a, an entertaining high-scoring game going whatever way or a draw. But yeah, that's why I'm saying Tranmere score over 1.5. Okay, great. Um I know you like Stockport, Tom, mm -hmm. uh, yep. away at Doncaster. I think it's worth having a look at. I always get excited when I see Stockport at a competitive price, to be honest with you. 1.8 they are this weekend. Like I remember earlier on in the season, um, they were bloody, they were unbackable sometimes. Um, and they haven't won in the last six away games. I don't know if you knew that. Um, when you were looking into it. But, yeah, they've got some some good uh, opponents this weekend in Doncaster who haven't been that bad at home. They've won almost 50% of their home games. They've played 14, won six, drew two, lost six, uh, but find themselves 
in 21st. It's their away record that is uh, pretty horrifying. Um, but yeah, Stockport, I mean, they've won six of 12, drew three, lost three away from home. I think this is one of those where you just kind of go out and you trust the quality of the Stockport team against the uh, poor quality of the Doncaster side, who a third last, a third bottom, I should say, in the form table over the last eight games. They've got just five points from eight games. So, yeah, I, I, I do like it. It's not an absolute slam dunk, but 1.8, surely they get that done, don't they? You'd like to think the team that is likely to either win the league or come second in Stockport is is going to get the job done here. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if it speaks for the lack of trust I have in a lot of the league two teams at the moment. But if this was a Stockport or if you replace Stockport with Wrexham or Mansfield or Barrow, you know, another team that's that's up there, I don't know how confident I'd be that they can get the job done, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of in the Premier League, you can be very confident in away team, in, in the Championship the same, in League One the same, but I don't feel like I can be really confident in an away team in League Two at the moment. Um, I get it. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But definitely Stockport should win this game. Definitely. Um, no more from me. You got any more? No, no more for me. So we will transition into the treble section of the show. Uh, we will talk about, well, there's not a lot to talk about really, is there, in terms of last week. Uh, we had a game postponed, so we wanted Cheltenham uh, to beat Carlisle, and that was postponed. Uh, we did end up with a backup option, Tom, that we discussed on WhatsApp. Then that got... <laughs> uh postponed as well and then we just basically just accepted that the treble was gonna die turn into a double and then that didn't win either <laughs> we had peterborough they got the job done they beat shrewsbury 2-1 but gillingham uh we thought we might be able to capitalize on that kind of troy deeney disaster uh and get a home win for the jills against fgr but it was 1-1 which is a stinker of a result for uh gillingham but Hey, I, hopefully we can get a full slate of games going this weekend, Tom. Yeah, um, the bloody British weather doesn't half annoy me at times because there are so many good games that I thought of a betting last weekend that got called off because of the weather. Mm. Um, so frustrating to see the trail become a double, but um, yeah, and disappointing even more so for Gillingham to throw away a 1-0 lead fairly late on and, uh, and not win. But yeah, we go again this weekend. We should... Uh, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't get a full complement of fixtures uh, across the leagues and across the treble this weekend. So we will go for an all-league one treble. Uh, we're going to go for Barnsley to win at home to Exeter, Blackpool to win at home to Charlton, and Peterborough to win away at Lincoln. So that's Barnsley, Blackpool and Peterborough all to win. Um, odds on that are 4.21. That's with Quiff. Of course, uh, if you bet with Quiff, that could be supercharged to something much bigger and better. Uh, so £10 example stake would return £42.10 with Quiff. Fantastic. Looking forward to seeing that one roll in and then hopefully a couple of those outsiders we've tipped as well. Um, 
Tom, I, I normally absolutely dread the fantasy football part of our show where we have a look at the state of our league that we set up that has over 300 teams in it. But Tags Cricket on Twitter, a great friend of the pod. Uh, I'll read out a tweet he sent us, uh, 22nd of December, 2023. Little bit embarrassed now. I was eighth in the league before Bournemouth versus Luton was officially voided and slipped to 12th. So no name read out. Hopefully I can stay near the top by the time the pod comes back. Have a great Christmas, lads. Tags got in touch January the 23rd and said, finally, and posted a picture of the top 10. So I am delighted to read this out in reverse <laughs> order. Uh, Rachel Mather is in temp, but here he is, Rob McTaggart, a.k.a. Tags Cricket, on Twitter, in ninth. Congratulations, mate. Um, hell of a lot better than me and Tom are doing this year. And round off the, the other members of the top 10, Mark Johnson, uh, Ari Nukara, sorry if I butchered that, Simon Moran, Kieran Gentry, Mike Sivils, Moss, Ross McQuarkadale, Jason Courtney and James Ingham. So, yeah, uh, football, fancy football can get in the bin for me. I absolutely love it, but I'm bloody woeful and I keep forgetting to set my team every week. But respect to the, the guys and girls in the top 10 because that, that's some feat. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm getting to that stage now where I kind of I forgot a few weeks, but it's one of them. If you're doing well, you're on it, aren't you? And you're remembering all the time, but... If it gets this stage of the season, you're struggling and you're nowhere in the league, like me and you, we're 200 and something each of us. Yeah. Or maybe 300 and something in your case. Yeah. I <laughs> and, now. Then you just lose a bit, a bit of, uh, you think, what's the point now? I may as well write this season off and go again next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, thank you to Tags Cricket for, for reaching out on, on socials again and well done for, for getting that top 10 position. Um, Speaking of socials, Tom, it's a good yeah, lead. T underscore, yeah, T underscore FB podcast. I, I spoke about this last week. Coming up Tuesday, Wednesday, there's a lot of midweek football and in particular Premier League football. So we don't have the facilities to do a pod for midweek stuff. Uh, so Twitter is the best place and the only place to be able to get this kind of content. So T underscore FB podcast. Uh, we will have a tip for every single Premier League game. And we will also have tips for any other stuff going on. So I think there's a smattering of EFL as well. And uh, not every side is in action, but a good chunk. So if you want to get some uh, insight for midweek, T underscore FB podcast, give us a follow. Uh, we very much appreciate that as we creep towards 3K. Yeah, the road to 3K is well and truly on. Mm. Um, if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you left a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And yeah, get in touch with any bets that you've got on for the weekend on socials, like Tom says. Um, if you get any winners, let us know. We love to see the winners. Uh, fingers crossed that we can bang a treble win winner in. Uh, last one we got was just before Christmas, uh, the Christmas pod. So hope we can get back in that winner's enclosure this weekend. And yeah, thanks for listening. Check out our partners at Quiff to get that £10, bet £10, get £30 sign-up bonus offer. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks, guys.